welcome back to The Haunting Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan. And I'm Jordan. So sorry that we've been so inconsistent, you guys. We are actually getting ready to move. How exciting. Very exciting. So yeah, we've been packing up our place and it's been a, a wild ride, but we'll have a new place and a whole new studio as well. Yeah, and uh, hopefully as soon as we're a little bit more settled in, we will be on a better, more consistent schedule for you guys. Yes, but thank you so much for tuning in and uh, being here with us. So today we are actually just going to do some Reddit stories again. We are moving on, uh, what, Wednesday, honey? Yeah, uh, we're recording this on Monday. So yeah, we are leaving in two days. Yeah, so uh, we figured we'd keep it nice and simple on ourselves and do some easy, fun, scary, spooky Reddit story for you guys. And statistically, it seems like you guys like it, so... Oh, yeah. It, it does seem like everybody likes the Reddit stories. Yeah. So why don't you start us off, Tegan? To start us off tonight, we're going to do one from a deleted account. We don't actually know who this is by. Okay. It's not me, but my family. My grandfather was an alcoholic, a very bad man, extremely violent, tried to actually kill my grandmother in front of their kids. One of his less horrible acts was abandoning my grandmother with their six kids, all under the age of 12. Some of his kids maintained minimal contact with him. He lived about 30 to 40 miles from my grandmother and the two kids who had stayed in the area. When he was in his 80s, he was hospitalized and then passed away in the middle of the night. In the morning, his oldest child, one of my aunts, went to the morgue to identify the body and fill out the paperwork. On my way, she stopped by my grandmother's to break the news. When she came in, my grandmother said, Oh, it's a sad day. He died just past midnight, I imagine. My grandmother had begun to show some signs of dementia, or just basic old age, and so the weird comments weren't too out of character. And my aunt assumed that the hospital or one of her siblings had already called to tell their mother the news. My aunt shook it off and drove to the morgue. When she saw the death certificate, she was shocked to see the time of death listed as 12.10 a.m. On her way home, she stopped back at my grandmother's and asked who had called her to tell her the news and asked why she thought he had died just past midnight. My grandmother said, he came to see me at 12.30, and we talked for a spell. He wanted to apologize for all he had done to me and you kids. I think he made his peace and was able to move on, so I'm glad for that. My grandmother then resumed humming and doing a jigsaw puzzle. That's that. See, um, I'm still good, you know, like, you don't have to do that for me. I'm going to do that to you. No, you you don't. You really don't have I'm to. Gonna do, you don't. I'm going to do I'm going to I'm not going to be you. humming away at the end of it. I'm just going to be like, oh, "I hate you so much." I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to make sure that you know ghosts are real before you die. No, I I don't think I don't think so. I feel like you have to be like at least a decently powerful spirit to be able to do that and let's be real. Let's be real. I'm uh, I I you know what? I have a very fiery <laughs> spirit and you know you that. You do have a very fiery spirit. So I will uh I will haunt you. I'm glad that's settled. No, no haunting. Anyway, <laughs> my story comes from user Kim Jong Funk. 
When I was in elementary school, I shared a queen-size bed with my older sister and our family dog, a mutt that looked like a short-haired lassie, would sleep at the foot of the bed every night. When I was about six years old, I woke up one night around midnight and saw a dark figure standing at the foot of the bed. The figure was entirely in black, without any eyes or face. I tried to wake my sister up, but she rolled over to go back to sleep. My sister must have accidentally kicked the dog because the dog woke up and raised her head and started growling at the figure at the foot of the bed. The growling then woke my sister up and she saw the figure and started screaming. When my parents came into the room and turned the light on, nothing was there. To this day, both my sister and I are adamant that we saw a ghost or some other demon in our room. We know we aren't crazy. The dog also saw it too. I don't trust... I don't trust it when animals start to react to. If my animal is reacting, I'm out. Goodbye. I'll see you later. It's not my imagination. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's bye. I mean, that's that's not only bye, but hey, let's move. Moving <laughs> is a great idea. I mean, we're doing it. We are. We are doing it. We're not doing it for that reason, though. But yes, we would Thankfully. do it. Oh, yeah, because we wouldn't still be here right now. I would have already been gone. <laughs> It would not have taken us this long to get everything ready. Okay, so our next story is by Eat Electricity. User Eat Electricity. Yum. Interesting name. Yeah. Not me, but a friend of mine told me about a dream she had years ago about a decrepit old man who was being chased by wolves. In the dream, he kept referring to himself in the third person as Old Skin. For example... Old skin's got to get away from the wolves. Eventually, the wolves caught up to him and started ripping him to pieces in front of her. Oof. He kept narrating the events, the events in a monotone voice. Eventually, the wolves caught up to him and started ripping him to pieces in front of her. And he kept narrating the events in a monotone voice. Old skin's being eaten alive. Old skin's gonna die. She woke up feeling creeped out, but the weirdest part came when she started describing the dream to her brother. He stopped her mid-sentence and asked, was his name Old Skin? I had the exact same dream. I don't know if it counts as paranormal, but it is freaking creepy. That is very creepy. I, I think it counts as paranormal. I think it does too. Uh, you know, uh, to be completely honest, especially when your brother's having the same dream. Right. Then it's possibly not really a dream. It know? is. This is not a dream. Um, it's like an infection. That's, I would not necessarily, I would wake you up after those types of dreams. I'd be like, no, you're going to stay up with me. I mean, I can't say if I'm just like, oh, I had the same dream. Let me just fall back asleep. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Even if you didn't have the same dream as me, if I if I was having these dreams, I would wake you up after I woke up and been like, you're just going to stay up with me, right? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just going to I'm just going to sleep like a baby after that. Oh no. No, no, no. No. Okay. You can't do that to me. <laughs> so my next story is from user Dogless. When I was about 16 years old, I encountered something that still bugs me to this day. I woke up around 6 a.m. on a normal weekday and went downstairs to get ready for school. No one else in my family had woken up at this point. I got in the shower, still sleepy, and I could barely hold my eyes open. After a few minutes of showering, someone tried to get it, and I told whoever it was 
that I was in the shower. The person then proceeded to aggressively open the door. I saw the door handle going up and down like crazy, and he, she, whatever, knocked on the door harder and harder. And then it suddenly stopped. Didn't think that much about it. But when I got out of the shower, I realized that nobody was up yet. I proceeded with eating breakfast, and after a while, my dad came down the stairs, so I asked if it was he who had wanted to use the bathroom earlier. He said no, and that both my mom and my younger brother were still asleep, so it could have not been them either. And even if it had been any other family member, they would have not tried to open the door so aggressively at six in the morning. You know what? It's like one of those things where, you know, when you're like um, in the shower alone and you're like, you have shampoo in your hair, so you have to close your eyes and stuff. And you always just, you always just have this, this thought that like, what if, what if something was there when I opened my eyes, you know? That, or you know what I, okay. So do you remember the grudge movies that came out? Oh yeah. With the fist in the back of the head. Okay. After that movie, that became a permanent fear of mine. I was always convinced that if I had my eyes closed and I was shampooing my hair, I would either wake up to, or not wake up. <laughs> I would either open my eyes to someone just staring at me. Yeah. Or I would feel a cl- like a, a hand in the back of my hair. Nope. And, yeah, exactly. Nope. nope. I, no. It was like I'm good. One time I was a teenager and I was showering over my cousin's house. And I just look through the curtain and I just see like, you know, through the curtain, you just see like this brown blob thing, like halfway up the door. Oh, I would run right there. Uh, I was concerned. And I'm just like, is anyone there? Is anyone there? Nothing. And then I finally got the courage to like peek. It was a freaking dog. He was just staring at me. Oh, no. The dog was just like, He just had his head out there staring at me. And then I hear my aunt going, Bear, what are you doing? Oh, 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 it was Bear. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes more sense now. That makes so much more sense now that I know it was Bear. <sighs> okay, so my last story is by Mad Rampager. Mm. I know, that doesn't sound pleasant. I used to be in the military, and the training camp bunk that we lived in was said to be haunted. Occasionally, our stuff would go missing and reappear in weird places, like under our bed or inside a bag that we had zipped up and, you know, stuff like that. No big deal, right? I mean, human error and all. Then came the instance that freaked everybody out. It was one night after lights out, and my friend was on his phone texting his girlfriend. Most of us drifted off to sleep and were laying in our beds. Suddenly, we hear shuffling of feet from the corridor. So thinking it was our sergeant, he quickly hid his phone under his pillow, rolled over on his side and pretended to sleep. Till this day, what came next chills me to the bone. While he pretended to sleep, he heard someone right behind him at the other side of his bed go, don't worry, you can continue to pretend to sleep. Ugh. Ugh, so creepy. I would dismiss this as a figment of his imagination, except five other people around him heard it as well, including me. Creepier still, there was no one there, and it was the voice of a little girl that said it. For reference, our training camp was in the middle of an island and was set up away from the main admin's block. 
The island had been closed by the government for army training purposes for the past 15 years, so there were definitely no civilians around, let let alone kids. To make matters freakier, when we came back from our weekend home leave, there was a bunch of female hair on his bed, neatly bundled up, long and jet black. Under his pillow was a note. Remember me? Nope. 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 I need some leave time. Nope. I need some leave time. I need it really some leave seemed time. To, nope. it, it really seemed to target him. Uh, I I just... No. I, I'm not... Out of a whole, like, like squ- uh, what is it, a platoon or something? I'm not going to be the one cursed over here. See, here's the thing. There's more. Now, as I said, we were in the middle of a forest in the middle of an island. And at that point in time, there were no female recruits slash personnel on the island. Our bunks were locked up for the weekend, and the duty sergeant had no idea that the incident had happened. We never spoke about it after that night. I I just... It couldn't have even been a prank. No, it couldn't. That's the thing. And so at that point, you know, just no. Five other people heard it. How creepy man i'd be like i don't want to be on this island anymore I don't man want to do this. look i signed up to defend my country not do this <laughs> not do this i didn't this... sign up to defend my country from paranormal your critter didn't mention this <laughs> this is not how it was supposed to go it's not at all <laughs> why would you do would this to me upset as hell man <laughs> all right so my story comes from huey m Mine is secondhand. My stepmom and my dad used to work opposite shifts there for a while. He was on nights, her on days. They had a set of baby monitors for when my sister and I were babies. My dad said they could record short messages with them, and they would leave them out on the coffee table for the other to hear when they got home from their shift. This went on for a bit. Then once their shifts lined up, they put the monitors away in storage. She died of cancer at a really young age, and my dad had just gotten back from a funeral and was home alone. He spent that night going through their things, packing up some of their stuff away. He said he had one of the baby monitors sitting out on the coffee table, and it woke him up in the middle of the night with an old message going off on repeat that she had recorded. It said, I love you, Mike. I love you, Mike. Over and over. My dad told me he just sat on the couch in the dark and listened to her message until the batteries died. A couple of weeks later... He had picked us up for the weekend. After my sister and I went inside, he said he was sitting on the porch smoking and a strong gust of wind blew and he said he could smell her perfume that she always wore. It scared me hearing those stories as a kid, but now I can see the beauty and the peace in those experiences. It reminds me of like that uh, that Klaus movie from Netflix. Oh, yeah, with the wife, like, being the, the wind. wind and yeah. the, I love that movie. That was a very cute movie. That was a very cute movie. That's a very cute story. Very sad story, but very cute. Mm-hmm. I just, I imagine you sitting there listening to me being like, I love you, Jordan. Oh, man. You. If it was In just, like, right after the funeral, dude. I, oh, my God. That would be horrible. Be so hard. It wouldn't be scary. It would just be horrible. It would just be hard and terrible. I'd have to, like, shut it off. I'd be like, I can't do this. I, I don't think I could do it either. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, I don't, that's, 
That's so sad. That's so sad. That's so sad. It's not okay. It's not okay. Well, I think that's all the stories we have for you guys tonight. If anyone would like to know, we've had a silent co-host here with us the whole night. Yeah. Yeah, our beautiful cat. My, uh, the queen. The black cat. We love her so much. We do. She's currently cleaning herself we all do. over my studio. <laughs> well, you guys, you have a nice night. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This has been The Haunting Podcast. Do you have an idea for an episode or just want to leave a comment and say hi? Visit our website at thehauntingpodcast.com for this, show notes, and other extras. Thank you for listening and have a good night.